the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Law Offices of Selwyn Whitehead is a debt relief agency under federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking debt relief under the United States Bankruptcy Code. This is Selwyn's Law. Every week at this time, we get to hear from Selwyn Whitehead. She's not just an attorney at law. Selwyn knows her stuff and doesn't shy away from the truth, even when it's ugly. Her Bay Area practice focuses on helping her clients to manage their wealth through estate and tax planning, to managing their debt through reconstruction or bankruptcy. And now, it's time for Selwyn's Law. Good day, and welcome once again to Selwyn's Law. I am Selwyn Whitehead, and I'm a California Bar Admitted Attorney, and I'm also a Bankruptcy Law Certified Specialist who's been certified by the State Bar of California's Board of Legal Specialization, and they vouch to say that I know a little bit about bankruptcy law. (laughs) In addition to my JD, I also hold a couple of master's degrees in law. I'm a master of the law of taxation law, and I'm also a master of the law of intellectual property law. Both of my master's degrees were obtained from my favorite alma mater, Golden Gate University School of Law, which is located in beautiful downtown San Francisco. And because of my training, my expertise, and my interests, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. I also help my clients manage their debts and their wealth outside bankruptcy. I also do estates and trusts, real estate law, and, of course, taxation law. And I'm proud to say that as part of my practice, I'm sometimes able to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves the victims of the various forms of financial elder abuse that's running around in our community today. I am, as always, pleased to be able to come to you once again today from the beautiful KFAX studios in beautiful San Francisco Bay Area to discuss some of the financial and legal issues that are confronting families and small business owners, the backbone of the American economy, and um, the future of American society. However, I must once again ask you to please note that this show does not provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice. Instead, this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum where the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that is tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances, and hopefully help you develop an outline of some of the issues that may help you seek out and find qualified professional help. And I say that because, as I'm known for saying, representing yourself in a legal matter is just like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. I'm going to put a pause right here because of what happened recently in Dallas outside of a federal court. I thought about maybe I shouldn't make this analogy But then I thought about it again. Nobody will mistake the fact that I'm talking about a gunfight where all parties have the appropriate uh, representation, and it's done as a metaphor. And also I thought, why should I let some person who doesn't respect his own humanity, let alone the rest of us, 
dictate what I'm going to say on my show. So I'm going to continue to make that analogy, and you all know why I do. I do that to reinforce the fact that if you have a legal matter, especially one dealing with the finances of your small business, but especially your family, I urge you to seek out qualified legal or financial or both kinds of help. Because quite frankly, if you go into court on your own, you might win, but you might not know why. But the chances are you won't because you're unprepared. And it is like taking a butter knife to a gunfight. If you're lucky, you'll poke your uh, adversary in the eye or scratch them on the arm. But more than likely, your valid claim or your valid defense is likely going to be dead on arrival. That is to say, it's going to reach the promised land long before you do. Okay? So once again, I must share with you that the purpose of Selwyn's Law here on KFAX, in case you haven't guessed, is to discuss the law related to your money, or unfortunately more than often the lack thereof, and your overall finances, and what you may need to consider to protect your families and or your small businesses financial health, wealth, and money-related well-being, as I understand these concepts in a non-threatening educational forum. So with that said, we'll continue our discussion of entrepreneurship by looking at it from the flip side. Uh, And that's how do you deal with when your business is about to or look like it might fail? What can you do legally to protect some of your finances, to protect some of your assets so you'll have something to start afresh with and also keep a roof, hopefully, over your and your family's head and be able to feed your kids. And that's basically what bankruptcy is, in my opinion. It's the flip side of a successful going concern, and it has some uh, particular techniques and tools that can help you ride a ship that's about to keel over. And that's Uh, what I've been trying to discuss or impart to you all the last several weeks about entrepreneurship on the right side and then entrepreneurship when it flips over and you might need the help of a federal court and a lawyer to help you right your ship or get rid of excess cargo that's weighing you down or take on new uh, uh, um, members, new sailors that can help you know help you run your ship. So that's to me is what bankruptcy is. It's not something that anybody looks for necessarily, but it's good to know that it's there as a rudder to get your ship, uh, your your small vessel. Because I I deal in small business bankruptcies and its families get get it back online. Okay, so. I want to continue our discussion because I heard uh, from a a couple of you who were a little bit confused about why I was talking about creditors' rights in bankruptcy. Well, some of you might find yourselves as a creditor in somebody else's bankruptcy. It might be a member of your family who you lent money to either on a secured or an unsecured basis, and you might need to know what to do to protect yourself if your family member or your friend um, falls into bankruptcy. There's some things that you need to do to see if you can participate in any distribution that uh, the trustee is able to uh, come up with. Wouldn't it be a shame if, um, you know, Uncle Joe 
is the only one <laughs> that doesn't get anything back out of the bankruptcy, you know, because Uncle Joe didn't know what to do. And maybe instead of, you know, um, these credit card companies getting a getting 10% on the dollar or 30% on the dollar or 50% on the dollar, Uncle Joe gets 0% on the dollar. Maybe if Uncle Joe did the right thing, he could share in the 45 cents on, on the dollar. And that would be better than nothing. And, you know, maybe even... Um, it, the relative can write the ship and pay everybody 100%. But unless you file a claim, you have to hope that your, your niece or nephew will pay you after the bankruptcy is over because you have to stop to all collection actions. So although, you know, uh, you know, most people who deal with bankruptcy, unfortunately, are families and small businesses who need to restructure or liquidate so they can get on with it. But I represent, you know, from time to time, small business creditors who might have uh, been a vendor to a fellow small business. And how does this scenario sound? You might be best of friends with the uh, business that you uh, sell parts to on 30-day terms. And the owners of that business might be the most honest, honorable people you know, they might, you know, be your fellows in church. Your kids might go to school together. But what would happen if, say, that guy or gal's bookkeeper embezzled money? They didn't do it. Your friend didn't do it. Now, your friend is at fault for not supervising his bookkeeper or her bookkeeper. But maybe they were on holiday and this happened while they were away. And that money was going to be used to pay you. But it was so much money that nobody could be paid, and so your friend files for bankruptcy. That means you, you can't pick up the phone and say, hey, Mary, you know, wh- where's my, where's my $35,000? Um, because you can't, <laughs> you can't do any collection actions. But you should hire an attorney. Uh, just like I say, debtors, that's the first thing you know. You need to you know, at least consult with an attorney and say, well, gee, you know, I don't have any money to uh, pay for an attorney. Well, you know, maybe that money uh, that you could, uh, would pay for an attorney could help you get your, your most of your $35,000 back. And maybe uh, the attorney might be willing to take a piece of that action or agree to take, you know, a, a payment out of what they can get back for you. And, and that might make sense. Because I know s- small businesses, most people think that, you know, all lawyers are, are charlatans and, and, and we don't want to um, do what's right for you. We want to take all your money. Well, there's some of us who really like working with small businesses, and we are small businesses ourselves. And so we know what it is that you're going through. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I want to get paid just like everybody else. But if you're a, a small business creditor, you need to understand bankruptcy. And in fact, maybe if you understood bankruptcy, that might make you not want to be a creditor in the first place, or it could give you some confidence in making an investment of, of credit to a fellow small business owner in your community that would inure to the benefit of your entire community, our society, our our world, and, and our universe. So, you know, we, I, I talked about filing claims. I talked about the priority uh, system of how and who gets paid back first. 
and I gave you the bankruptcy code and public policy reasons as to why claims are segregated by class and some classes, you know, are paid first and other classes are paid last and taxes and all that other good stuff. And so I want to delve a little bit deeper into what non-dischargeable debt is. Now, some non-dischargeable debt is non-dischargeable from the get-go, or sometimes it needs to be determined by the bankruptcy court. And so when we come back, we're going to dig a little bit deeper into why there is such a thing as non-dischargeable debt uh, when we continue our discussion on creditors' issues and bankruptcy. But first, we're going to take a short break. Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead. Welcome back to Selwyn's Law as we continue our discussion on issues confronting debtors' creditors once the debtor seeks the protection of the bankruptcy court by taking a a deeper dive into the subject of non-dischargeable debt. Now, in essence, each creditor should make a determination as to whether his, her, or its claims is based on non-dischargeable debt. And what do I mean when I say non-dischargeable debt? Non-dischargeable debt is um, a debt that is derived out of the nature of the debt involved, and it cannot be discharged at the conclusion of the debtor's bankruptcy case. Most of the time when a debtor files, say, a Chapter 13, as we're we're focusing on business debt for the most part, when they come up with a plan, the debtor comes up with a plan of reorganization, how uh, it's going to develop some money, an income stream to pay back all of its secured debt, all of its priority debt, and as much of its unsecured debt as it can based on, you know, developing a revenue stream. For example, um, I have clients where we, where, where the, the debtor is a, um, a small uh, landlord with a, with a one to four unit uh, building. And so what they're going to do to increase revenue is to maybe up their rents or get rid of some deadbeats and put in some new people or put in uh, a higher um, uh, a tenant that can generate more income. Well, if you're a creditor, you want to participate in the debtor's reorganization process. And how do you how do you get to do that? You get to um, file the claim, make sure you're uh, uh, properly ca- uh, classified, and then you want to look at the debtor's plan and see how you're going to be treated. And if you don't think you're being treated appropriately, you want to object to. Um, the debtor's uh, plan of reorganization. And you might want to just object to the uh, debtor being in bankruptcy because maybe they're filing the bankruptcy in bad faith to delay and hinder your collection, and that's the only reason why they're doing it. So, uh, you know, bad faith is a reason. So, And that that's why you really need a lawyer to help you think through the different avenues that you might have to, well, I'm not going to say, well, I am going to say, throw sand in the works of the debtor's bankruptcy unless the debtor wants to treat you properly. Now, sometimes the debtor doesn't have enough money to pay you back whole, but you want to make sure you're getting as much as you can 
from the debtor because it might just be that if you're a secured creditor, you have options outside of bankruptcy if the bankruptcy case goes away, and maybe that's your goal. But sometimes debts are non-dischargeable, and sometimes you don't have to do anything, although that's not wise because anything could happen. You, you want to participate in the bankruptcy, maybe, mostly, but sometimes not. Uh, and other times you have to file a lawsuit in the bankruptcy court to have the court make a determination that the debt is non-dischargeable. Now, most non-dischargeable debt, well, all of it, there's a public policy reason for saying um, someone, you must pay back uh, your newer taxes because your your newer taxes are going to help fund your share of the operation of government, and that's why you have to pay your newer taxes. But if the Internal Revenue Service or the Franchise Tax Board sit on their rights and don't you know, follow up and, and do collection actions while collection actions are available before the bankruptcy, maybe their debt falls off the side of the earth. And so your... Uh, Bankruptcy attorney will be able to help you discern that. So, um, so non-dischargeable debt again is based on something that the debtor did to cause the creditor to not be able to have their money, and it sometimes it doesn't seem quite obvious what I'm talking about. So, I'm going to talk about Harvey Weinstein, for example. Um, He got sued by a a bunch of women for inappropriate acts. And sometimes when people get sued, they run directly into the bankruptcy to try to make debts go away or some of the debts go away. But if a person causes injuries that can be um, translated into money damages, and then seek protection of the bankruptcy court. And though the act that the debtor did to cause this injury was malicious and willful, that's one of the categories of debt that's non-dischargeable. But it'll have to be proven by the plaintiff, who in Mr. Weinstein's case would be the class of, of women that are, are, are suing him. Uh, and now they're They have those kinds of claims in bankruptcy, and uh, I'm not following his case closely, but I imagine that there's all kinds of adversary proceedings, and what they're trying to do is settle the case, which is usually what happens in all lawsuits. So one doesn't think about how their their malicious and willful acts of people um, uh, towards others uh, could end up in bankruptcy court, but they do. For example... um, what happened to fires uh, up in Northern California. Uh, uh, those people were harmed, uh, they allege, by Pacific Gas and Electric Company not handling its, 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 its equipment properly, and they were suing for various forms of negligence, and then uh, Pacific Gas and Electric Company goes into bankruptcy. So those are creditors, as strange as one seems. So a creditor can be... Uh, someone that gives you money or loans you money or uh, invests uh, equity in your company, but they can also be creditors because of some of intentional or negligent act that you conducted before the bankruptcy was even conceived of. 
So let's just, uh, I want to go over some of the highlights and um, exceptions to discharge or non-dischargeable debts is a special section of the bankruptcy code. And the first area is unseasoned taxes that I've talked about or taxes, newer taxes uh, that um, have not been seasoned enough where they fall off the side of the earth. The IRS has 10 years to collect taxes. And say, for example, for some reason they wait, you know, 10 years and don't try to collect taxes, and they're completely out of luck. But normally the IRS will put a lien on the property if you're you're not paying, and then that makes it a secured debt. But so uh, non-dischargeable are those newer taxes. Also non-dischargeable debt is money where um, the debtor obtained money or property or service or an extension, renewal, or refinancing of credit uh, to the extent that it was obtained by false pretenses, a false representation, or actual fraud. Sometimes these false representations have to be in writing, other times not. But that's how a the lender of money could, and the debtor who borrowed the money could end up in bankruptcy, and the lender could, w- would be a creditor, and the debt would be non-dischargeable, meaning that after the bankruptcy was over, normally unpaid debts are discharged. But if um, the debt is, is a kind of debt that's determined to be non-dischargeable, that means after the bankruptcy's over, Mr. or Ms. Creditor, you can go after the debtor again. And even if the debtor files another bankruptcy, the debt will still be non-dischargeable. Okay, so another kind of non-dischargeable debt is where the debtor doesn't list you as a creditor in his or her schedules, trying to, you know, put the big ig on you. It's like my, my brother used to say, ignore you. Well, you know, a debtor has a duty to list all of her assets, liabilities, income, and expenses, all of the creditors. Uh, a wise a debtor would pull their credit report down into their the bankruptcy software that their uh, uh, lawyer is going to use to make sure that all possible uh, creditors are listed. However, if, for example, you're the, the small business creditor that lent the debtor the money to buy you know, some supplies or you're a, a, a vendor and they intentionally leave you off, that debt is non-dischargeable for fraud or defalcation while acting in a uh, fiduciary capacity or for embezzling money or for larceny. So that's pretty straightforward. If, you know, you're a fiduciary, that is, uh, I'm a lawyer, my clients, um, I act on, I'm a fiduciary in their capacities. Um, Some stock brokerage companies are. Um, If you are handling the trust or the, the estate, of your parents on behalf of your grandchildren uh, and you embezzle money that, and then you try to go into bankruptcy when your, your two and a half year old uh, granddaughter hires a lawyer and sues you for, you know, you know, running off with her college fund. Uh, and then you file for bankruptcy. That's going to be a non-dischargeable debt if found to be so by the bankruptcy judge in charge. I already talked about domestic support obligations. I talked about willful and malicious injury to others. Uh, to the also debt that that are fines or penalties or forfeitures uh, to a government agency, that's non-dischargeable debt. 
and um, also student loan debt, unless you can prove that paying it is an undue hardship, that's non-dischargeable debt. So those are the highlights of some of the non-dischargeable debts. And uh, I I hope this is is enlightening to you. Um, When we come back next time, we'll talk about another subject that's important to people that are concerning about being entrepreneurs and the flip side. So I'm going to leave it there for now. But as always in closing, I like to say here at Selman's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law. And I invite you to do so, too. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Selwyn's Law. Remember, the law office of Selwyn Whitehead is a designated debt relief agency under the federal law and provides legal assistance to consumers seeking relief under the bankruptcy code. When it comes to your finances and your rights, seek no other than the law office of Selwyn Whitehead. Selwyn is your go-to finance attorney, specializing in estate planning, wealth management, bankruptcy, tax, and real estate law. In other words, Selwyn knows her way around the dollar, and your rights are protected by our laws. Protect your money. Know your rights. Partner with Selwyn Whitehead. For immediate assistance, or if you have questions, call 510-633-1276, 510-633-1276, or go to selwynwhitehead.com. The preceding paid program is sponsored by the law office of Selwyn Whitehead, who is solely responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.